This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. I don't think anyone on purpose wants to beat down your enthusiasm or your willingness to contribute. Yet, we've all seen it happen. Employees who were once colorful and bright showing up gray day after day after day. It's amazing how just a few words from the boss can change everything. Take new employee Mallory. She turned in her first report this week and was excited to hear feedback from her supervisor, Janice. Mallory had used a spreadsheet instead of word processing because it allowed her to crunch some numbers and serve to back up her findings. She was really pleased with what she had discovered and was proud. She proudly presented the report over to her boss. Janice took one glance at it and said, that's not how we do things here. Ouch. Mallory took the report, went back to her cubicle, and with a sigh and an eye roll, she opened up the word processing document and began to type out the information, mumbling under her breath. Really? Didn't you hire me from my experience? It's amazing how quickly managers can make or break morale, hinder creativity, and crush the initiative of their team. Just with a simple comment or a few seemingly innocuous words. If you're the boss, here are five things you should never say to your employees. Number one, we don't do things that way here. Sure, you have policies and procedures, but you also have employees with brains and creativity. Don't stay locked into one way of doing things just because that's how it's been always done before. Think what untapped potential exists in your team because they're afraid. They're afraid of this type of reaction. Granted, employees need guidance and you can't have everyone just doing their own thing. However, if you create a rigid culture, you won't benefit from new ideas or you may have more turnover, which is, of course, more expensive and inefficient. Number two, I can't help you. This phrase shouldn't be said to employees or to clients and customers. Teach your team to look for solutions from a variety of sources. Instead say, talk with Ben, he's already gone through the process. Or, what have you tried so far? Can you think of any other options that might work? Be a leader who's also a resource. Teach employees to think of creative alternatives that allow them to solve problems independently. In the case of dealing with customers, rather than saying, I can't help you with that, Say something like, I think you'd be better served with someone who focuses on that aspect of the project. I can recommend someone if you'd like. Even if you can't help with the actual need, you can be seen as a resource, which will keep your customers coming back. And eventually, you will be able to help them with the service that you do offer. Number three, let me help you. Didn't I just say that you should be helpful? Then why am I now telling you to avoid saying, let me help you? Well, it's a balancing act. Never being helpful is as bad as offering your help too often or too quickly. Use that phrase with discretion when you're dealing with your team because you want them to learn how to handle things on their own. If you offer to help before you've given them time to work things out on their own, your employees will begin to feel demoralized or unempowered or complacent. If you're a boss who does everything, don't be surprised if employees are saying behind your back, Oh, don't worry about that report. Mark always corrects them anyway. You should just let him do it. That's not good. Of course that's not good. You need to be able to delegate your tasks and then trust their efforts. If you step in too quickly or too often, 
Employees begin to depend on you instead of learning to work independently. Number four. Well, personally, I don't agree with management on this one. Never share any disagreements or personal issues you might have with your supervisor or within the senior team. Management, like parents, should be seen as a united front working toward a shared vision. Without unity, you destroy trust. Once management decisions are reached, it's your job to support them and to rally your team behind them as well. Number five, do it because I said so. I've admitted before on this show that I've actually uttered these words myself. It was my worst moment as a manager. Threats are never a good idea. Employees, especially younger employees, they often ask why a task needs to be completed. And it's not unreasonable to provide a little clarity and context on assignments. In fact, it's good for their professional development to understand the bigger picture. However, no one should do what you want simply based on your title. However, keep in mind this doesn't mean that an employee can choose not to do something just because he or she doesn't like your response. So there you have it. Five things the boss should never say. You should follow these tips because I said so. I don't really agree with all of them, but you should give them a try. Here, let me help you. Oh, never mind. I'm too busy. I can't help you anyway. You know, it's just not the way we do things around here. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. And I also wanted to let you know, we finalized the name of the new book. I'm so excited. It's going to be called Smart Talk, The Public Speaker's Guide to Professional Success. Let me know what you think. Send me an email. Love to hear from you. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.